0: Hello and welcome to another edition of This Time Around Podcast. I'm Debbie Hazelton. I did an interview with a couple and I used my Zoom pod P4 for the first time. And oh, I knew when I was setting things up that I really need to get mic stands for for these mics, and people don't realize if they're not wearing headsets how much rattling there is when anybody's moving their mic at all. And, oh, I couldn't decide when I was editing it, I couldn't decide where it sounded more like thunder in the distance (laughs) or if it sounded like crackling fire in the fireplace. It sounded a little like that as well. (laughs) And there was so much of it that I... I thought, you know, I don't think, (laughs) if I want you to come back to listen to other episodes, I just can't air that the way it is. And um, plus, we had hummus and some muffins, and there were times that one of us, (laughs) probably yours truly more than anyone, was (laughs) crunching on lime Dorito chips with my homemade hummus. Yum, I highly recommend. Tortilla? I guess they're tortilla chips with a hint of lime and homemade hummus. And What do you like in your hummus? Well, I have to say, I cook my beans from scratch with the instant pot, I mean dried beans, cooking them um, in the instant pot and um, add some um, better than bouillon with the with the water and then um it didn't have enough garlic or cumin in this last one but everybody still loved it i just think i like my flavors to be a little more intense but anyway all that to say hummus was and i guess the real way to say it is hummus is for me was an acquired taste i didn't like it when i first had it and i kept thinking i know this is good for me so i would have it again somewhere sometime and then i decided to start making it and at first i would add i would add a scallion and i would add some lemon juice and i'd add some garlic well then i went somewhere and they had a lot of garlic and i said ooh <laughs> ooh, I like it this way. And so I started adding a lot of garlic. And some of my friends were like, you don't need to add so much garlic. And then, oh, and then I would add tahini. I cheated at first and added peanut butter. And I was like, no, that's not, that's like, that's like blasphemy. I don't, you know, that's like poor man's something that's that's just not authentic no peanut butter so and sometimes i just threw in sesame seeds and let the Blendtec grind them um but anyway i all that and then i realized i somebody said cumin now i say cumin se, some say cumin some say cumin <laughs> um cumin that's how i say it and so I started adding that. And to me, that was the oomph. That was the ah, yes, that's it. So now those are all the things I add. Um, sometimes I've added basil. That's also good. Um, I think that's it. Now, who knows? If any of you have another idea, you can write and let me know the best email address for me is i am at debbie hazelton.com i should probably create something else but anyway that's what it is and it keeps it easy and simple and all that um so anyway yeah and that kind of hummus with the uh, doritos or tortilla chips with a hint of lime some one of our neighbors put me onto that years ago and oh man, what a nice what a nice contrast. So anyway, I am just talking away. All that to say, the people um, Shelley and Kelsey Branch came to the spiritual enrichment center actually on the day in January when I spoke and they were there for the first time and we all just really took to them and they took to us and And we just had the best time laughing and talking. We went out to eat that day. And I thought that they had to leave after that day. I guess maybe I assumed that because they indicated that they were visiting and I didn't know the whole situation. But they live in a camper. And they travel to different places. And so at that point... They were here in Dothan, that's where I am, Dothan, Alabama, and they decided to stay until actually yesterday, till um, it's today, it's February 28th, and um, they decided to stay until the end of February. And it's very cool. I, I took to them and I thought, Now, this is really interesting. These are people that have had kids, that have um, had careers, have done things, at some point in time decided to change the way they live dramatically. I'm going to put some excerpts in where they're talking about it and about some of the other changes that have happened with them I just thought it would be interesting to hear about them. And what's funny is I'm learning about more people that live out of campers and what a downsized yet full, interesting, fascinating lifestyle that is. I had close friends years ago who lived on a boat, actually a couple of different couples that lived on a boat, on different boats. This one couple... They lived in a house. They had their kids and all that. They both went and studied all kinds of different kinds of healing. They got divorced. And um, the woman went and met someone on Match.com, got together. Her ex-husband, they're all just still really good friends, really close. I hear that a lot, actually. I remember one time my mom was um with her second husband and she went to order flowers and they said um who are you sending these to and she said well actually it's my it's my husband's ex-wife and oh they just looked at her real funny like what like you're not supposed to want to send her flowers but I hear this a lot I know of 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 a case where a family sits down with you know, with um, ex included, and, and they all celebrate holidays together. I think that's so true and so lovely. We're just all people, and we're just all doing it together, this thing called life. I'm here with Shelly and Kelsey Branch. Hi there. Hello.
1: Hello. Yay. Yeah, how are you? <laughs> it's good to be here.
0: How did you know that you felt like this person is who I want to be with?
2: I didn't have the money for... um for college, my parents didn't have money for college, so yeah, for me, I knew this was a way to to you know start some type of life, mm-hmm. you know. And um, plus, I was getting in a lot of trouble back oh. in my small little oh. town that I grew they up. in. I can
0: understand that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was getting in a lot of trouble, mm-hmm. and most of the police officers there in my local community knew me and they <laughs> would pull me over. And, so yeah, that was another reason. Was probably too, a so.
0: spirit that needed to be creative and was looking for the right ways to do it and just didn't know at the time well yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. I mean that's definitely possibility Shelly how about
1: you tell us more about you um well I grew up mostly in Virginia my dad was from Oklahoma so we moved around quite a bit you know my parents couldn't decide where they wanted to to reside so we moved uh, from Oklahoma to Virginia and back to Oklahoma and to Virginia again several times and you were used to moving around. Yes, I was. I think um, I had some gypsy in me. So yeah, There you go. Um, Creativity. You know, there you go. I studied cosmetology in high school, oh, and so what? I did work for a while at Glamour Shots and did makeup mm-hmm. and hair there. And um, So I was thinking, you know, what do I want to do with my life? Um, and so, you know, I know, know that I love traveling, and so I thought, you know, let's go in the service and um, yeah travel some and meet new people cuz i've always loved to meet new people and so there wasn't a lot of travel and then along came shelly
0: this really <laughs> interesting woman who loved to travel
2: and you know, we were boyfriend and girlfriend doing work in and you know a lot of work so
0: But you know, knowing know. that there was something there maybe for you, the travel in her and the love to meet you know, that she loved to meet people and loved to be with people. Oh yeah. I mean
2: there mm. was mm. definitely similarities there, we all had the same friends. Yeah, you did the whole you know, all the surprise parties and all that stuff for each mm-hmm. other and you know, oh, all that.
1: But yeah. Uh, what did you think of this guy? I thought he was very handsome and very <laughs> funny and oh. um just a fun person to be around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That yeah, I've just... always
2: been kind of a knucklehead sometimes you know, as far as my antics. But, <laughs>
1: well, but you the... have fun. Well, yeah, I tried, you have tried to have fun. And... Yeah, I was attracted to him because he was very intelligent, and mm-hmm. handsome, and taught me. he taught me a lot. Yeah, well, it sounds like it's still going on. It it feels like
0: you two sort of live on what I would call synchronicity. You You follow what feels right and you kind of go with the flow of what kind of lines up and, and feels right. Is that, does that sound right?
2: Yeah. I mean, for us, we are opposites. There's no doubt about that. Um, yeah, I'm, me, I do. I'm, I'm a little more, I guess, emotional for certain things like, um, I mean that's not a, a good way to put. It. I guess Shelley is an is an empath. Empathy. Where I'm I'm I guess maybe not an empath but maybe more of a like I understand what they're going through but I don't feel
0: you don't feel it feel but you can perceive feeling. it.
2: Right. And that mm-hmm. and that for me is a lot of it probably came from my my service as a firefighter cuz you know I, deal, oh, I yeah. dealt with a lot of I dealt with a lot of bad stuff so I had to find mm-hmm. a way early on how to not allow not that to feel in. it
0: so much right what a beautiful balance though what's it like for you shelley that sounds like a really beautiful
1: balance for you to feel it and for him to kind of understand it absolutely i, I think that is truly what brought us together because we are we are opposites so we um balance each other very well
0: You're, you may be opposites with like skills or process but it sounds like you end
1: up on the same page a lot yes, is that true absolutely i think we complement each other well yeah we we agree on a lot together I mean, mm-hmm. we've been through a lot and helped each other out a lot through the years and learned each other and learned a lot from each other but, so how did you end up deciding to
0: spend so much time in the camper
2: really it's kind of it wasn't just you know one decision <laughs> that popped up for that for me it's been um, well, you look at back in 2006, 2007, 2008, when we had the big market crash or the housing crash, mm-hmm. right? And I started asking questions, you know, for me, that's, I guess, when I started to my, I guess you can call it an awakening, um, looking at my surroundings more, seeing, what the heck's going on with the world? because something's not right, and that started my whole path. It changed my perspective on a lot of things, and then I started to get very spiritual. Um, you know, I, I grew up as a Catholic, so and it, it's weird for me because like that spiritual side of things, I, I really enjoyed that aspect of, of Catholicism. You know, a lot changed for me, and, and I wish I would have known what I know now when I was a little bit younger because it you had have been easier. Well, more so for my kids.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Because I was a strict person, of uh-huh. uh, strict parent. Yeah, had I known what I know now, I feel certain I probably would have raised them a little bit differently than do I they, did. Do they know that?
0: They do. I'm curious. Like when he was going through all that, where were you with your spirituality? I mean, were you already into that, or what was some of that journey for you?
1: Uh, not so much. I was. I, I was really grateful that. Um, he had made this turn oh so you already
0: had maybe um, some feelings
1: yes yes i I did um my mom was growing up my mom was a very spiritual person so i was grateful when i saw kelsey uh, making this change and i saw saw him becoming a lot more spiritual so it
0: sounds like you already had some of those inroads to be thinking differently than the narrative or than what others in the world typically, I mean, the mainstream, you know, you already had some of that, it sounds like.
1: Yes. Uh, I mean, watching my mom, she was such an amazing, amazing person, such an empath and Mm -hmm. such a spiritual, enlightened person. So Mm -hmm. um, I had a lot of that background growing up with her.
2: A lot of church,
1: right? Uh, Yeah. I mean, we grew up in the church, but um, my mom was such a spiritual person that she was very laid back and calming so I took a lot of that on from her. So it
0: sounds like it wasn't just the church it was the the way you integrated the depth of some of the best of intentions from it and
1: absolutely yeah yeah she was a very strong person. And
2: well she would sit there you mm-hmm. know she had her Bible and it, you could barely read. The passages in the bible because there were so many notes that she read. yes <laughs> and so that you know to me that's not just going to church on sunday and reading a passage that they tell you to read mm-hmm. that's someone who's you know researching it and trying to fully understand what it's trying to say yes. mm-hmm. that's the way i take that
1: yeah she had pages of um prayers and pages of people that she was praying for every day. So she was living it. Yeah, she she had those papers laminated and she would pray for each one of them every day. Have
0: your beliefs changed since you've been around New Thought? Or do you still find that you're kind of integrating the two together?
1: Oh, it's absolutely changed. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a completely different person now. I, I've also went through an awakening. Well, what's interesting is, Shelley, you said... You were really glad he had an awakening. You were
0: really glad that there were changes. And yet, in some ways, your changes came after his.
1: After his awakening, I noticed that he was more calm, more relaxed, and just a an all-around happier person to mm-hmm. be around. Mm-hmm. And um, Definitely more
0: loving. More mm-hmm. loving. And that made me... Isn't that amazing,
1: though? Yeah, that, that really filled my heart mm-hmm. with joy mm-hmm. um, after I saw those changes in him. And, you know, after my awakening, you know, I went through a dark night of the soul. And, and you know, I'm, I'm really, it was very hard going through that. But I'm so grateful for where I am today. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. So had you been around other New Thought churches before you came to this one? Had you been around any no. metaphysical or New Thought? No, no, this
1: is actually the first church, the spiritual church that we've been to. I, I went to... Um, in Virginia, there's actually a place called the Glow Healing Center, and they have classes on Tuesday nights that, that I attended. But the Spiritual Enrichment Center is really the first church that we've, we've been to.
2: Yeah, it's interesting, you know, because, you know, for me, I've, I've done a lot of research with Vedic yes. literature and, and mm-hmm. some of the stuff that they, you know, they do with Hinduism. And mm-hmm. it, it was, it's interesting because it feels like you're at a church the way that it's structured, um, you know, with the way they do the, the songs and everything. At, at where
0: we are? Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Here in Dothan.
2: So it, it, it kind of feels like you're going to church, but mm-hmm. it's, a, a diff, you know
0: it, it's, it's got that spiritual.
2: Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, it's not a pastor, you know, reading scripture from right. the Bible, you know, it's, so it's different in that sense, but it still has that church feel in, in its structure and, and how it's, you do your ceremony on Sundays you know which is interesting
0: so here we switched topics what is it like to live in the camper and how did that come about
2: we'd actually just bought a house and everything and and uh, it was a beautiful house you know it had you know six acres of land and wow. it was beautiful where it was at you know we had two neighbors one on each side but they were so far away you didn't even feel like you had neighbors
0: do you still have that house
2: no we ended Oops. up selling it um mm-hmm. And like I said, we had just bought it. And I told Shelly, you know, what we should do is sell everything and travel. Wow. And of course, it, she kind of looked at me like that deer, you know, with the headlights just blinking at me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, sure. But there's your love of travel, Shelly. There's,
1: there it is. She,
2: she probably never really like, thought of it to that point, though, <laughs> had you? No. no.
1: No, I never thought of it. We, we had just bought our house. We had maybe been in, in it for a year. And he sprung this on me about <laughs> um, <laughs> selling everything and traveling. And at first, I was like, we just bought this house and this mm-hmm. land, you know. What do you mean you want to travel? But then, you know, I started to think about it, and the more I thought about it, the more I liked the idea. So oh, I five years it. later, here we are.
2: Yeah, but you always do research, so So, mm-hmm. like, if I bring something up to her, or if, you know, if something fancies her, she'll go online, and she'll start to research it. I think she started researching videos of people that do full-time camping. Yes. And I think that's what kind of, you know... Hmm. Paved the way for, her and said, "Well, yeah, let's go do that." And you own a house; you pay everybody. It's like your money is constantly going mm-hmm. out the door for that house.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you it's pay for the,
2: you know, the mortgage if you have a mortgage, and the mm-hmm. insurance, and then you know all that stuff. And so for us, it was another way too to cut costs, right? You know, to downsize and yeah. and get rid of some of the materialistic. Um, mm-hmm. You know, after being together for twenty years and living in several houses when we finally sold the house and tried to get rid of everything we owned it was a lot of stuff i bet yeah and and we still kept we've got a a storage unit that's a 10 by 10 that has everything we have in it other than what's in the trailer and the truck so it was to me it was pretty freeing
0: so you don't have a house now we do not what a change
2: huge change but it, it actually hadn't been too bad i mean the camper is not tiny but it's not huge but it's great <laughs> you would you expect you know some some people might get tired of being in such a small type space but for us it's been it's been great
1: how about you Shelley? it's it's been very freeing um i know before we sold the house i it was kind of a quick decision we had at first thought we were going to wait another year to sell the house, but the market was so good at that time that I thought, you know, let's go ahead and do it this summer. And so I got on Facebook market page and listed probably 90% of our belongings and wow. sold them in about two months. So
0: That's incredible.
1: Yes. And did you have some any mixed feelings
0: when they went out the door? Were you like, Ugh.
1: Some of the things I was a little sad about, but for the most part I, I really don't even remember – Wow. What we had. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> yeah. So it was very freeing to get rid of a, a lot of material things. You th- and I and I don't regret it at all. I'm, do I'm, you think your kids, I mean, well, first of all, do you think
0: that it has strengthened your relationship with each other?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
0: That is so beautiful.
1: I mean, um, you know, when we were in Florida, we visited quite a few beaches there. And just to go there in the evening at sunset. Mm-hmm. Watch the sun go down and see the beautiful water and And be together. The animals and Yeah. Yeah, that's that's memories that I'll never never forget. Yeah. I'll and, always cherish.
0: And with your changed kind of spirituality or changed ways to be together in all of that and, and with this much of a change,
1: I mean that's quite a quite a commitment to a new way of life. It's been very spiritual and, and you know, we've we've done a lot of healing in the past year. If you don't
0: know the spiritual enrichment center is based on science of mind what used to be called religious science or science of mind it, now it's called centers for spiritual living it's not scientology for anyone who's listening yeah. but it's based on that and unity i don't know if you've looked into unity or centers for spiritual living have you looked into either of those um
2: no no yeah i haven't i haven't researched any anything that yeah. specifically but li-
0: well, if you were to anywhere that you are, like if you go back to Fort Myers or wherever you happen to be, you could search for Centers for Spiritual Living or Unity. I, am, I have been around Unity more. I was first told about Science of Mind by a teacher of mine in the early 60s, and she talked about metaphysics. And I I was like, wow, but we used to have lots of talks about spirituality and share lots of things. And then in the 70s, I was in college and I suddenly heard about unity and it was, it was coming to me from different sources. And I was like, what is that? So I started to find it and feel quite an affinity to it. And then I also had friends that were talking about science of mind, lots of people in recovery and different things. And, um... Then I knew, you know, I met Des, who you know. I met her in a church in Hollywood where she and I were both soloists in different times, both singers on different Sundays. And that's how I met her. But I I knew she was into Jungian psychology and personal growth and creativity. And so we connected that way. But then when I knew that she was here, when she moved here, um, and she found this center. She was, you know, like, wow, you know, uh, really glad to find one. And so the people who know it know that it's
1: it's a really special pocket. Kelsey and I, I think we both felt at home the first Sunday that we went to the Spiritual Enrichment Center. It's just a oh. a place filled with wonderful spiritual people. Mm.
2: Well, you don't get that a lot in society. Um, yeah, I tell Shelly a lot, a, a lot of times, you know, we go to a restaurant or something, we're sitting there eating and um you know, I said, How many people do you think that are sitting in here think the way that we do? <laughs> you know, and it's and Shelley goes, Probably not many.
1: I think we made the right choice. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like I said, it's been a very healing year and um it's been very freeing and I think it's draw you know, we've definitely are closer now than we've ever been before.
0: Is there anything else that you would like to add? It's interesting, all the
2: people you talk to, because all of them are are like, oh, I would love to do that. I would love to do that. Oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I could. Everyone that we've talked to. I wish I could. Yeah, (laughs) and and for us, you know, we're we're not out going to super fancy country clubs or playing golf every, you know, that's not... You know, yeah yeah mm-hmm. I'm retired from the fire department um but it's for us it's more of you know just Friday we went and checked out the uh florida caverns national or state park it that's what I enjoy seeing is mm-hmm. is what what nature is mm-hmm. what you know how how peaceful it can be you know how mm-hmm. interactive nature can be if you look at it and 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 use your senses instead of just you know, listening to the show, so to speak.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. That's what I enjoy. You know, all the other man-made things I'm really not that interested in. You know, there's a couple things like we enjoyed a couple putt-putts down in in Fort Myers that were really neat. But, you know, for the most part, the state park at the beach was our thing. You know, Mm -hmm. go Mm -hmm. there and hang out and go to the the different parks that you could walk around. And, you know, I felt like I was in the amazon jungle you know the, mm-hmm. the way that they they were down there and to me so, that's something i enjoy mo- way more mm-hmm. than than the materialistic side of, sure. of what the world is you know mm-hmm. just
1: walking on the preserves mm-hmm. uh, the preserves in florida you know on on the boardwalks and seeing mm. the beautiful nature and the beautiful beaches and like i was talking about the sunsets and i mean that's god's masterpiece that we get to enjoy
2: yeah i wish it was free you know, unfortunately, that's going back to the the materials, just you know how even the, to go there. You know, everything costs you now. Mm-hmm. You got everyone's got to get their dollar, and mm-hmm. but it is the, it's the going to cheaper change, way though. to do it. You know, that is the cheaper way to do it. Um, and I don't mind pay, paying five bucks to park it, yeah. You know, all day and, and hang out at the beach. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. You know. Well,
0: I think it's going to change where we're not going to
2: have this system. Eventually, and, I do too. And, I do too.
0: Yeah, and you know, the people who have gone ahead and made a life that's not dependent so heavily on all of that materialistic are going to be the ones to show the way and help people know, hey, it's really okay. It's not, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's really the beginning of a new, a new life. It's going to
2: be interesting times to see and whether mm-hmm. it's today, tomorrow, or eight, ten years from now, you know, it is going to be interesting and mm-hmm. I'm trying. To, I'm forgetting the name of the place now. The the heart where they register. How the the heart. There's you know. Two oh, HeartMath. HeartMath kind of Institute. Uh-huh. That's it. Sure. Yep. So, um, you know, and then going back to um, collective consciousness mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. how. I'm not sure if you've ever heard the story of, of how they determine collective consciousness here, or at least one of the studies where they were. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, a group. I'm not sure if it was university or college or or just a separate organization but they were basically studying monkeys on islands outside of japan um and they realized that they were actually uh, when they would throw their fruit out on the sand for the monkeys to come mm-hmm. eat they would research and, and and just watch them from a distance but then they um the the younger monkeys when they would come and get the fruit off the beach they didn't like the sand all over it so they would wash mm-hmm. it off in the water Oh yeah, and then the older monkeys saw them doing that, right. so they started, they started doing, doing it. it. Yep, yes, yep. yep. And mm-hmm. then they went to the next island, mm-hmm. and all the monkeys there and were began instinctively, to yeah. yeah. So sure, and I think they did further studies that group that that did that. And I wish I had the name. I apologize, but that's okay. That did that, but they um, did further studies in showing that it, it does apply to human beings as mm-hmm. well.
1: Oh and sure,
2: that, and they actually did prayers. Um, with small percentage of the population for a given area to see if, as a conscious, as a collective consciousness, they can affect outcomes in the area. And they, that's where they did in Be- Beirut during the time of all that fighting where they had a certain percentage of the population. It was very small and actually had them pray a certain way. And every time that they did that, they basically prayed for peace at that time and there wasn't a single bullet fired. Each time they did it, several times, and both in the times they did, there was wasn't a single bullet fired. So yeah, you're right. As a collective consciousness, and I think we're starting to see that a lot mm-hmm. more. I do too. With the posts you see on the internet, mm-hmm. um, you know, you'll you'll see a certain post on the internet, uh, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. But you start reading the comments, and it's interesting to mm-hmm. see how all the comments are starting
0: to line up mm-hmm. and pe- to wake up. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: we're much more powerful than... We realize we
0: absolutely are, and it's it's. I think we came here to witness and help with others in this time. I think we came to to be a part of this great great shift, and it's not something that's likely to happen in a day. It's over time, you know. And but to be a part of that, and and when we change our thoughts and our behaviors, well, I think we're adding to the collective in a really good way.
1: I think it it took me a while to to understand and to know what was going on, mm-hmm. doing a lot of research, a lot of reading, um, to get where I am now. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're seeing a lot of that now. You know, you have Dolores Cannon who mm-hmm. did her works, you know, Michael uh, Newton who did his works. I
0: studied you know. a branch of what Dolores Cannon, uh, Dan, Dolores Cannon created uh, quantum healing hypnosis, yeah, and Candace Craw Goldman, who studied with Dolores Cannon created beyond quantum healing mm-hmm. and I studied that I'm a practitioner of that awesome. and yeah yeah nice yeah so I can do those sessions cuz awesome. we're yeah I mean we're we're kind of led to program to think that you know what's on the school lunch menu is it you know right. what's on TV is it but yep. it's really those are just things that we were told and that doesn't mean that's what is right yeah
2: and I think a lot of people f- have more feelings senses gifts whatever you want to call them um unfortunately trauma tends to bring out a lot of those for people but mm-hmm. i think i think more people are starting to see that and recognize it and 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 feel yeah. it and and actually I do focus too. on it and i think that mm-hmm. i think that actually ha- is helping the consciousness as well overall mm-hmm. you know because i mean y- you have to have a higher frequency to to be able to tune into that stuff i think.
0: Uh, Shelly, do you have anything
1: you want to add? I'm just very grateful to be here and grateful oh. to have met you. Aww. You're a wonderful wonderful <laughs> spiritual person. Aww, so great for your you. grateful for your energy.
0: Thank you to Shelly and Kelsey Branch. I am excited because i feel like more people are talking about reprioritizing and learning to live in ways that value resources even more learning to oh maybe get rid of clutter and be more self-sufficient with produce learning to cultivate all the good that they want around them and valuing the land valuing nature making the most of relationships doing a lot more for children and you know, really taking care more of older people, all kinds of things. So I appreciate having Kelsey and Shelly here today. And I'll be back with you very soon for another edition of This Time Around. And remember that this time around is always a new moment of possibility. Thanks for being here. Bye for now.